Hey everyone, welcome back to episode 79 of It's Not the Worst Movie Ever podcast. We bring you this podcast on May 23rd, 2022. I'm your host, Sterling Hammer, and here's my co-host, Lee Paddock. As always, spoiler alert before these movies and podcasts. Um, But before I keep fucking up this intro, let's just jump right into it. Uh, This week is my week. Um... And it's kind of funny because we were almost in a tit-for-tat war, but I, I think I won the last exchange because of the fact that I opened the war unknowingly. <laughs> yeah. And it was a devastating attack upon Lee's intelligence. And then he retaliated with his most obscure thinking he's going to, like, poop little crystals into my brain and I was going to cry about it for three weeks later. He thought it was going to be the new witch baby. And the witch, yeah, and it just, and I ended up kind of liking it. So, well, what movies are you talking about, Sterling? Talking about that's my boy and Eraserhead and Eraserhead. Yeah, I cannot remember that shit. But that movie, like, it was just just to harken back to that episode. I think it's a pretty good episode. Um, just from because. I think both those episodes were pretty good because we got Old Man Lee in the first one, my opening volley. The second one, we got Lee's retaliation, which turned out to be his own, like a fart gas that like went back into his own face. Like, blew ah! up right in my face. <laughs> and I ended up liking it. So that war got snuffed out quickly. So now we're back on track, is what I'm trying to get to, of just kind of showing our regular scheduled programming. We're not both looking for like, let's fuck this guy. <laughs> even though i because I, I almost thought i was because i was preparing for that because lee had was building up a racer head and i was like all right i gotta start looking through the just the lifetime movie <laughs> hallmark and just i'm not gonna be able to get in with the disturbia of uh pet of child of, <laughs> of child fucking teachers but as that's my boy was but i could get it with some hallmark like trashed and he's just like this is not a movie <laughs> this was three hours long first of all and i'm gonna kill you oh my god are they really there are, are some that are pretty long for you like this is a lifetime but like it's also like sometimes romance movies kind of drag but all right yeah, certainly <laughs> going a little ranty in the beginning of this podcast um long story short the war's over peace has been made for now um, and I just wanted to show, I've been wanting to show this to Lee, th- this week's movie to Lee. This was almost the season finale last year. It was almost a season premiere. I've been thinking about this movie since the podcast started. Cause this is in my top 10, if not top five, uh, romance movies, because you got everything you want in a romance movie. You got the fucking dork. You got the fucking <laughs> yeah. hot chick. You got the friends that go hubba hubba and like it's decently acted, it's decently shot. It's not just a complete like, oh look, I took a poop in the toilet. Isn't that funny? Kind of rom com. <laughs> there are silly, funny comedy moments. Scene where he gets his ball shaved, stuff like that. But overall, I think it's a real. It was one of the last rom coms we got, and because after two thousand ten. It goes straight. Everything has to be as hilarious as it possibly can be. From our superhero movies to our romance movies, the only things that stayed not scary were horror movies. 
And even then, some of them would still have some comedy moments. Yeah. You'd have the, the horror comedy genre blew up too. Yeah. And I, I love comedy. Yeah. And I, I mean, it's a huge part of a rom-com, but when everything became comedies, because it's like comedians became started becoming so huge, Netflix special after Netflix special, now Amazon's got specials, Hulu's got specials, HBO still does specials, Comedy Central still gives the sad sap a special every once in a while. <laughs> And fucking just like everything became comedy. Like how funny can Thor be? How funny can our romances be? You can't. Nothing could be like straight romance anymore. Nothing could be straight action anymore. I know. Um, yeah. So that's why, like, this, and this, this, I remember. I remember. This was a. This is a core memory movie to me too, because I remember seeing the trailers for this movie and being like, oh my god, because this was during that time, like when Lee references his like era. There's this era we both have in our lives. Where we watched the bulk of our movies. Yeah. Like we both have watched over 1,500, almost 2,000 films each. But there's a time where almost half of that, if not more, was watched in a short few year span. Yep. <laughs> and then we watched the rest over like an actual like 20 year lifetime span. Pretty Because much. some of them are from childhoods, younger. Some are, some are like more recent. Yeah. But there's just this time of us like, it was like, like, Kind of high school, kind of not high school. It's this era. It was that mm-hmm. time of us being like, we were just it's becoming not high schoolers again, and we were very broke as fuck when we were first eighteen. <laughs> yep. Uh, my family, like my my personal family, my mom were going through some troubles. Lee hadn't gotten his like real jobs yet. Nope. And his family was going through troubles because like that was right when your dad started like kind of like going through things. Yeah. So like all we we both just watched hell. We retreated to movies, and I remember like this movie. Like I was like, I was running out of romance movies to watch. And when this trailer came out, I was like, oh my god, this looks like everything I want to watch. And then I remember watching it. It was like one of the last movies I watched at the Palm Springs house. I watched it on like Mm. uh, I ordered it on demand. Watched it in the living room, that old Palm Springs living room. Okay, the Juanita house. Since I don't I live there remember. anymore, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And fucking just like, just loving it. And just like being like, oh, this is one of my favorite movies now. It is a sterling movie. It is a very sterling movie. Um, and this was not a surprise attack upon Lee. I do not think Lee cared for it that much. But I, Lee did not have no Adam Sandler moments, I don't think. No. Um,. <laughs> it wasn't that disgusting. was my new reference line like before it was like is this as bad I, me- I throughout this podcast it's been long enough now I could reference like well is this as bad as because the before the thing you hated the most before uh, that's my boy it seems like the thing I always reference was um the lucky one the lucky one but that's not the one I hate the most anymore no it's that's my boy well obviously yeah but even like before then like there were other movies that you showed me that I thought were worse, like uh, God, so My Chauffeur. Oh, yeah, I you hate did it. it. You I hate it. And I love that chauffeur. movie. And yeah, that was, we got an old man in that one. I forgot we got you, an old man. Yeah, later. that was one where we, we really didn't expect it. I didn't expect to hate because that movie I, so Yeah, because I had showed you thinking that was going to be one of the hidden gems. I didn't think, I thought you might, I thought you were going to love the quirkiness of it. Because it, it was 80s. Oh, God, I hate it. It was just like, so it was just annoying. completely 80s. It was basically like they took a snapshot of the 80s and farted on it and it became more 80s. It's the worst parts of the 80s. Lee hated that movie, yes. Okay, so, th- but I never, like, I don't know. I guess I just blocked that one out because I just remember the the hate you had 
Because the hate for the uh, my chauffeur wasn't like you were disgusted by anything. You were just like, mm-hmm. oh, it was boring. It was poorly acted. You just and, didn't like and it. And it just like the, You hated the editing. You hated everything about it as a and, film. And that scene with Penn and Teller was just like, what Isn't there the a lot fuck of refer- is happening? I just realized, like, man, I have a lot of movies with references of incest. But, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's just gloss over that real quick. Um, what happens to romance a lot. But, um, mangas. Um, Japan, what is going on? Um, Game of Thrones. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Um but with um the lucky one, you hated that be- and you had a reason to hate it because you were just like they're really belittling like PTSD. Like you really hated that no, one. I just you had a cause for that one. Like that's my boy. You had a thing that you were like, No, it's not okay just because he's a boy and it's a hot chick. That one you're like, No, it's not well, okay that they like reference it kinda. Like they're still like it's like still PTSD or like, it's still kind of fucked up. It's he still just gets over it after like getting a dog. You're like, it's not like, like Yeah. He gets some titties and he's okay. Like, That's not okay. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It was just like oh it's typical like Nicholas Sparks. Bullshit. Yeah. So like 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 you don't like it when my movies belittle serious topics. Or just like minimize them. Yeah, yeah. Belittle, minimize, whatever, yeah. And that's why I just don't think I ever used my chauffeur as like a reference. Right. In my mind. You might have bad, it in your own reference. It's just a bad comedy. But now the ultimate reference will be my, like, uh, well, will that's, be, that's the, my boy. I don't uh, know if they're. I don't ever, think I'll be able to top it because I didn't know I was topping it. <laughs> you didn't know you were setting the standard. Of I badness. did not know this. I knew Lee was not going to like the film, but I thought it was just going to be. I thought I could have maybe pulled off a pop star. Like, that was the least likely. That's what I thought the least likely thing was happening. Like, all of a sudden, like, Lee was going to be laughing and being like, fuck you. Like, this got me. Like, it's like a little bit. Or you were going to just hate it, but hate it like you hated Bucky Larson. Like, we were just like, this is so fucking stupid. Not like, this is offensive and like, this is wrong and gross and disgusting. And you were so angry watching it. I was immensely angry. And every time a good actor came on the screen, you were like, ah. I was like, why? <laughs> and w- every time Vanilla Ice showed up, I was like, God damn it, go away. I know. It was just that one was the oldest man I've gotten out of you, and I just and don't know. We're probably I'm going to scrounge. I'm I don't know if we'll out. ever really get Because I'll have to like reaction. purposely look for fucked up stories, and I know won't even like them. <laughs> like, they're like, because like, it's like, I can look over that because I'm like, nice. But I understand <laughs> it's not nice. Nice. It's fucked up still. Ugh. But nice, but uh, there's a little bit of that in this movie, not like in regards to like underage shit, but that kind of like nice. Yes, it's still old school. It's 2010, that. like when all the like this is like one of the last movies. That's w- another reason why I think kind of rom coms are dead. It's probably for the better a little bit, but <laughs> you can't sexualize like women. Like no matter what, we're gonna sexualize women in f- movies and film, but. Now you like really have to try to avoid it. This was one of the there's a little the first scene we see the main chick, all the men from fucking little kids to old greasers are just like looking at her and checking out her ass. And yeah, there's the weird like the fucking uh, the airport people are fucking with her. Yeah, the um, Andrew things Daly. that all women probably actually have to go through. Oh yeah, for sure. And it's one, but then it's also. But they're playing a, it for laughs. Yeah, and they're doing it as a device to get like make him look better, the main character, as he comes in. Like, come on, man, just come through. Like, yeah, yeah. fuck these guys. But I, I liked it because it wasn't like he's this big buff, 
sexy well, that, that fucking TSA even, agent. He's just a normal dude. He's like, can guys just fuck? Let's get that's, going. That's not that's not the scene I was really thinking of. I was thinking of that scene where they go on a on a date and they're at the movies, and there's that guy just randomly like next to them. Oh, kind of like gives uh, yeah. Jay Baruchel a look like nice, nice. Yeah, I hate that shit too. You get that, but that's a real thing. Yeah, I've gotten that in real life at the job. It's annoying in real life at the place I work. I remember one time um, we get where I work. I work in the back, and we receive shipments every day. And one time, our regular shipment driver, uh, re- regular pallet guy, wasn't there. It was someone else delivering. He was delivering it uh-huh. late. But I was working. It was a day where like Ashley, <laughs> uh, this whatever, per- this fucking, person you're never that gonna we f- know. I don't give you a last name. You'll never know these people in the world. Uh, whatever, person, and then Ariana, and. <laughs> So I was working That's with good. both of them and like this dude was just like this kind of just like kind of greaser looking dude. Like oh, his 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 uniform wasn't all nice and tucked in. He kind of was you could tell he was the B team they sent <laughs> out because uh, our normal dudes fucking there early cr- crisp uniform. He's like pop, 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 doing all everything crazy. This guy mm-hmm. took forever. He had no idea how to get there. All right. the shit. Yeah. And then when he saw the two girls, he was just like and then when they left, he's like, you work with those two girls? And I was like, yeah, I do. And he's like, fucking nice. He's like, wow. yeah. I was just like, ah, bro, cool. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, Jesus, dude, you're gross. You're, you're a piece of shit. Don't look at them. Like, stay out of here. Like, no like, way. Um, They're mine. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Good thing this isn't filmed. Um, but, yeah, so this is like, I, I just, you just... With romance movies, like it's you're suspending disbelief. Of obviously these aren't real. You this know, is not how romance like works. With most genres. So yeah. like I want romance movies to go kind of back to this, to where like you could be like, oh look at the hot chick with the ugly. Dude. It's like that doesn't happen. Yes, it fucking does. First of all, money, and then second of all, <laughs> yeah. Even if that doesn't happen, now like like, like who gives a fuck? I'm going. To, I'm fucking Thor's not real. Like why the fuck? Yeah, I we. Even, uh, you know the what? The not to, real. Like why can't I? I go? was gonna. Yeah, I was gonna make that point. Like why is like certain types of escapist uh, cinema okay, but like things like this like have kind of gone to the wayside. Yeah, like, like I think it, we need more like options. Yeah, because we're gonna we burn out. Shit. It's just like see a superhero movie that's just gonna have all the things: action, comedy, romance. Or be kind of super dark because that's the other flip side of uh, yeah. superhero movies now. Or you're just gonna have some like insane well, like horror or some dramatic like retelling or some guy's personal or life. an action movie, just a generic action movie. Yeah, like the ambulance. Like you're like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? Well, who knows? We might not get any more of those because that movie was a big flop. Good. I we don't need those. <laughs> The ambulance. <laughs> this is called ambulance. Directed by Michael Bay. I should look America's ridiculous. favorite filmmaker. Everybody, Chinese traitor. But that shit would look ridiculous. Well, I mean, it's Michael Bay. His entire career is ridiculous. But yeah, I like that point. <laughs> like, I really do wish we could get back a little bit. Like, we could gain yeah, back comedy, escapist movies, where it's like obviously romantic comedies. Yeah, rom coms. Like, yeah, like a good movie like Beer Fest. Like. Duh, that can't happen in real life, and it's super offensive. But like, that's the or fucking like, point. Or like a fun, like yeah, action adventure movies, like fucking uh, Shanghai. 
Shanghai, yeah, like Shanghai shit noon. Like that shit was so. Those movies were fun. Action and, comedies and when they were and fun. Here's the thing, they're not super expensive to make. No, because you just be, have to have some cool action. Because action doesn't have to be crazy. Or a movie like this. This doesn't have to be that expensive. No, rom-coms like are 25 like... $25 million, maybe? Rom-coms are like fucking horror movies. You can make them dirt cheap and make bazank off them if you, make, if you put a little if bit it's of effort good. into them. You, put a, you can put a little effort that, into it. That word of mouth. And you don't have to get, like, huge stars. Like, you can get, like, the more, like, lower-tiered A stars and B stars and be in a rom-com. Then, you don't have to get the only... You don't yeah. have to get Channing Tatum's and Sandra Bullock's to revive the rom-com <laughs> fucking industry. Like, what right. they're trying to do with that movie. Lost Kingdom or it whatever. It looks good. I want to see it. But, like, that movie looks like they're trying to make a big-budget rom-com. I think rom-com. it's still in theaters. They're trying to... But maybe we'll see it. I'll see it. But... That movie looks like a big budget, like they're trying to make a big budget rom-com. Oh, yeah, definitely. They're, they don't do this stuff looks anymore. Like if this m- stuff gets made, it gets... Netflix makes things like this still, because Netflix makes tons yeah, of stuff. Yeah, and, and that may like be the reason shit. why we're not getting them like in the theater anymore. That's sad. I, yeah, Netflix uh, streaming has kind of ruined things a little bit. For some genres. For yeah. some genres, for types of movies that we could see in the theater. I don't know, who knows how long Netflix will last now. Nah, yeah. Disney Plus will just gobble it up. Of course. Um, okay, we were getting a little serious on this. Did we even? Did you even say what the title of the movie? <laughs> I is? don't think I really have. I mean, obviously you said it last week. It's not like you're completely clueless, but let me say it now. Finally, she's out of my league. Um, it's from 2010. Um, it was rated R2, which is one reason I think it wasn't as well known. Um, because this is like right. they stopped like rated R movies for like from 2011 to like 2016 around there they just were dead yeah I mean yeah 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 I would say maybe like around the time and they started dying way before 2010 I'd say 2014 because that I think I think John Wick was the the movie that kind of made people go oh wait a minute R rated action movies are actually kind of cool Yes, and then that's when we got like Logan and oh yeah, all those badass ones, yeah. and then you got Deadpool, which I know you don't like, but it was still awesome. Like it was still. I feel like that was helped. the one. That was the one that really that one went helped. really big. It made a, a lot huge of money. Hit. Um, but you know what? What makes me sad though, the movie that was sort of the progenitor of this kind of new R-rated action era. I know we're completely going off topic here, but. <laughs> uh, it makes me sad that this movie flopped. Uh, Dread. Yes, I'll agree with you. I knew where you were going with that one because that's always Dread the one is we were such re- a reference. fucking awesome. If you haven't movie. seen Dread, uh, go watch it. We recommend it. We both seen it, obviously, so we won't be one talking about it on this movies. podcast. Maybe one of the greatest movies of all time. It's <laughs> definitely. It's fucking awesome. In my top ten of like action, in in probably overall top ten movie too. It's an awesome. Because I love movie. Dread. And I was so sad to f- find out like that it was a flop it was by a the big end. Flop! I saw it in theaters. Though. And then, like, it was one of the few because it was like setting up it. like it was going to be a, like a pretty cool world. They did a really good job, and it was a low, pretty low budget movie. It was only in like one like apartment block. They were just the marketing was bad, <sighs> but but yeah, that kills a lot of movies. It does. Um, but yes, this movie. She's out of my league is a lot different than Dread. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this yeah. is a traditional rom com. That's really all I gotta say about it. Bye. No. Um before I mean, uh, it kinda is. It really is. It is just a traditional rom com. Before we start getting into people's opinions and like uh, I really get into the summary of this kind of movie, 
I want to. I got. I own this movie, physical copy, which I try to do for most of our podcasts, so I can read these fucking DVD summaries, which are always terrible. Um, <laughs> yeah. Here we go. In this outrageous comedy, Kirk, an average guy, can't believe his luck when the successful and gorgeous babe Molly falls for him. His smart-ass friends, his crazy family, and even his obnoxious ex-girlfriend are just as shocked as he is. Now see what the critics are calling a rowdy blast as Kirk goes to great lengths, including some hardcore manscaping, to make the relationship work and prove that she's not out of his league. (laughs) Rowdy blast? Yep. A blend of sweet and raunchy. And the heart, wait, no, a blend of sweet and the raunchy and has its heart in the right place. That seems like a really just like That's a very condescending. Place. Yeah, like it's got like its heart in the right place. It's got its right heart in the right place. It's, it's garbage. I didn't but like it, but. Yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. But yes, um, this movie stars Jay. Baruchel, Bar- I think. Baruchel, he's uh, he. You wouldn't, you know him from things he's like Knocked Up, Tropic Thunder. Um, he's a real he's big Seth, Seth Rogen's, Rogen's friend. friend. Yeah, he's part of Seth Rogen's kind of crewish. He's in that movie. Uh, this is the end. Yes, he's actually really good in that movie. Um, he is, and I I like him in most movies. And he's in the Goon, a movie that another underrated he, movie that he people wrote. The, seen. Goon. the movie's really good. Goon. It's another underrated movie that uh, people don't really talk about. Um, if it's you, okay. If you like, fuck you. Um, if you like, I don't know, good movies, go fucking watch that movie. <laughs> but I like this guy as an actor. I you wish like he was in hockey. Yes, he loves hockey. Uh, I wish he was in more things, but he kind of seems to not really like Hollywood that much. In especially in the, can, that yeah. in the end, he really talked. It seemed like that was coming out. Um, yeah, I haven't really seen him a lot in a lot. Of well, his recently. big thing was uh, How to Train Your Dragon. Oh yeah, he was. He's the yeah. voice of How to Train a Dragon. I, That's why I think he made his big cash. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, you don't like that movie, which is like no, I no, I like How I Train Your Dragon. I just no. like his voice just doesn't really match. Oh, I it, when you when you first see it, it's kind of like that, but then when you watch it so many times and you really like that movie, it just kind I don't know, it kind of fits. I saw the Once second one in theaters. It. I no, I I like How to Train Your Dragon, mm-hmm. although I didn't see the third one. Which I think was the last one. Yeah. It's good. It's a good send-off. They're all good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I like that actor. Uh, then the main actress is Alice Eve. You, She's been in a ton of things, but like one of the biggest things I know her from is Star Trek, the movie. Star Trek Into Darkness. Um, the credit they give her in this <laughs> is Sex in the City 2. Um, <laughs> She's Australian. Yes, like a lot of pretty blonde people are. Uh, yeah, she kind of reminds me a little bit of like Margot Robbie. This was like a few years before Margot Robbie like kind of blew up. Like maybe, maybe if she had gotten the role that like Margot Robbie got in Wolf would, of Wall Street. Yeah, but I just don't think she would. I don't think she was like, willing to go as far. No, I don't think so. She, it, but weirdly enough, Star Trek Into Darkness one it came out the same year as Wolf of Wall Street. So she might have actually like it would have conflicted or something. Oh, probably. Um, but also there's a weird, awkward, 
scene where you just see her in her underwear randomly. Yes, I remember that movie. And it's just like I saw it. it was it was what? a total scene they just shoved in to like go like look how hot she is. And there's no real point to it. It really that, that whole movie was just I hate. It's like it, the future, and there's no place to change. <laughs> she's got to change in front of him. She's like, and she's like, what? I'm hot. <laughs> um, I mean, she is very pretty. She uh, is. But so she fits this. She fits what she's supposed to be in this movie well. So basically, this movie is following our main character Kirk, who is a TSA agent. Kind of his life is just kind of in a rut. He's trying to get back his like ex girlfriend that he's been pining like, for. Really, for, like, like pick up for him at the end. Except he just gets a hot girlfriend. Well, because of her, he, he started taking pilot. Like he, oh, he was oh, starting yeah, to take pilot lessons. That. He was just happy and like he was doing like he was. He wasn't just sitting in his apartment. And he wasn't trying to pine. Okay, so it starts off with him trying to get back his girlfriend, his ex girlfriend from two years ago, who's just this horrible human being. Who's just like living with his parents and off his parents with her boyfriend who owns a fucking like Pizza Hut Express, whatever the fuck that is. Oh, yeah, that pirate. Um, yeah, pirate. He's, he's, just, he's just like this doofus um, who probably got the money to but buy he, the like, pizza. But he wears like ascots parents. and shit. Yeah, because he's like, an, he's thinks of himself as like an <laughs> entrepreneur. So he's like, this is how entrepreneurs, <laughs> which he probably got the money to buy that Pizza Express from his fucking like dad or something. Yeah. <laughs> his dad's like, let's just buy you a Pizza Express so I don't know if they hear you complain again because it'll make you enough money to shut up. Right. And keep you out of my life. <laughs> um, he's like the fourth son of a successful man. Right, yeah. Um, And like he just, he's got good friends, our main character, like Kirk, um, but they're kind of assholes, but it's just kind of the well, Pittsburgh thing because he's not asshole. That, uh, not the one guy, the fat guy. Yes, he does have. Like, th- it's like supposed to be like this, like traditional. Like this is the funny group. This is like a, the every man group. You got the fucking the funny mean one, T.J. Miller. You got the hot guy. You got the super nice fat dude, and then you got like our main character who's just like the average guy, and that's how yeah. it's, he's supposed to be the main character because he's just average. He's not like leaning. He's, he's not, a five. Yeah, he's not like super nice, but he's not super mean. He's not super hot, but he's not super ugly. <laughs> so yeah, he's a five, like he's you in said. That, gray zone. that was the big thing in this movie was like pushing that number thing, like oh everyone's numbers, and then breaking it obviously. Then because it's a rom com, like numbers don't matter. You're a ten if they're a ten in your eyes. Um, <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> just kidding. Um, and then we have our. It's just like a typical day, and you have our hot character. We were we referenced it in the beginning. She goes through; everyone's looking at her, sexually harassing her. Basically, what things going through what women probably have to go through every day. But yes, making it more comedic, and also using it as a point to like have her have a reason to even interact with our main character because she's like a su- super successful like uh, party planner who does like huge events for like museums and like hockey teams and private events. It costs like baseline like fifteen grand, um, mm. mm-hmm. and he's just a fucking TSA agent. <laughs> like he's for like a small Pittsburgh airport, like <laughs> yeah. nothing like crazy. Um, and like she ends up forgetting her phone in the lot, like at security. She ends up telling him to come to this museum event uh, to drop it off. He goes with his fat friend, the nice one. Who keeps, well, I think like, is like his best friend because they're both like the base. No, T.J. Miller's his best friend. Really? Yeah. I feel like he was. A little they're the close. ones who've known each other the longest. Really? Yeah. If you I feel pay like attention he was a little to the close. movie. 
I paid attention. It, I just feel like he would bring because he knew if he brought TJ, he's smart. He knew if he brought TJ Miller to those kind of things, he's just gonna be loud and obnoxious. He brings his fat friend when he wants him to not, when he wants someone to not be loud and obnoxious. And he's not yeah. gonna bring his hot friend because you don't bring the hot friend ever, never. And then because he brought TJ Miller to the hockey game, which was way more fun for him. So that's best friend. Yeah, yeah. Um, and even though the fat guy wanted to go, remember he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna bring." Uh, I can't remember the main character, TJ Miller's character's name, but he's like, I'm bring TJ Miller. And he was like, oh, really? But uh, this character, he's just like, he's married. He feels like he's a Mormon or he grew up really religious and he got married. He like, swear. Yeah, he got married to the first girl that like had sex with him, which is this girl named Karen, woman named Karen, but like this like just plain looking Korean lady. Uh, <laughs> and like, yeah. uh, he's like always quoting like Disney films. He's very... He's supposed to be like the the romantist of the group. He's just like a very he's a daydreamer. Um, even though he he's, just, isn't he like uh what does he what does he do? He works at like the ticket counter getting ticket like it's where uh, you go to like probably check in your ticket like the check in at first. Right. The first person you interact with at the airport. Um It's probably just hell. Uh <laughs> and that's why he's so nice. Like, <laughs> you gotta be like this big bubbly Nice person if you're on that front. Then once you become like TJ Miller, you're just that guy like IDs and passports in hand. Where's your boarding passes? Mm-hmm. Get your boarding passes out. Um, it ends up obviously we gotta have some shenanigans. Uh, her sister bumps into him. He spills some shit on the guy. He's the owner of the museum. They get kicked out. She, Molly feels so bad. She gives him some hockey tickets to like make up for it. He doesn't think she's going to go to the hockey game. He's like, oh, she's giving me some hockey tickets. Because, like, his fat friend's like, she's going to be like, I don't know. And he's just like, you're fucking crazy. Like, you're ridiculous. And then it ends up, she ends up coming. They have a great time. You know, romance things start happening. Um, but at first he thinks that she's trying to set him up with her bitchy friend. Yes, who is Jessica Jones. Kristen Ritter. Yes, and this was her, like, the bitch next door. <laughs> The era, the B in apartment twenty three. Yes, like that. That this was the era, like when she was doing that, and they were really pushing that show. So everything she did, she had to be the bitch, and she does yeah. have kind of a resting bitch face. A little bit. She was good on Breaking Bad. I really liked her, Jessica Jones too. Um, and she's kind of bitch. Yeah, that. she was. Like, she she was does play it. that kind of bitch. But like this one, she's like that kind of like really loud bitch, like obnoxious bitch. Yeah, she is not Karen, but like. Like the you, one who's just mean. She's just yeah, mean. Yeah, unless she's your friend. And then you're just like, well, that's just them. <laughs> right. Um, but then she reveals to him, like, no, she's into you, man. And he's like, what? And he's completely flabbergasted. So they have a great night. Um, he's out bowling with his friends later. I don't want to go over this whole fucking summary of this fucking movie. Right, yeah. Um, this movie is the typical rom-com. You fucking, you have all the, like I, we were just, look, I was just describing, you got the build up. Uh, we got a build up. They start hooking up. There's a little bump. Then they get over that bump. They date. Then you got the big bump. Like, Oh, we're breaking up. And then, yeah, then the not, and then Which they got to get back the together. And then part. both realizing like, no, we love each other. Yeah. Um, the things I want to talk about this movie is, I thought like are the characters. Um, T.J. Miller's character I thought was really funny. Uh, I thought he was he, he was. was just T.J. Miller. I really enjoy T.J. Miller and things. 
I really enjoy his brand yeah. of comedy. It's too bad he got canceled. He got canceled, but then he got brought back too. Because no one gives a fuck. Yeah. Um. Because he, and he's just is like I think he's just like fuck Hollywood. I'm out. I'm gonna go back to comedy. Um. Which I think is just better, smarter for some of these comedians to do. Yeah. Um. I like his friend group, like the fat guy. I think he's pretty funny. He has really some really funny moments. Like he's the, the ball shaving scene. He's yeah. Like, I don't think this is gay at all. Like I think this is pretty straight. Like you're just letting your married friend shave your testicles and. <laughs> He's yeah, like, that's, that's weirdly right. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It mainly, surprisingly made me laugh. You know what, Lee? Mainly, I want to know your opinion. Your My thoughts. opinion. Hmm. What? Hmm. When I announced, okay, let's get a little. It's a little early, but let's questions. Oh, we're we're questions. We're doing some questions for Lee already. Because I got a bunch. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, Lee, going when I announced this movie for official, because I had been teasing this movie before. Mm-hmm. What were your thoughts? Have you heard of this movie before? Well, yeah, you were ta- you've told me about it. I a know. Few times. So I'm asking the question, and then you can answer it. <laughs> yeah. What were your thoughts when I announced this movie? Were you like dreading it? Were you like, oh, uh, no, I wasn't really dreading. Were you like, it. oh, finally. I, I was just like, eh, you know, it's gonna be a romantic comedy. I'm pretty. I pretty much knew what I was. getting Do you remember when into. this movie was like coming out back then? I remember seeing advertisements for it. Yeah. When there. And I was just like, I think I just yeah. I literally just shrugged. You're like, I'll eh. never see that. Uh, probably won't be watching that. Now to oh, go watch the bitch. It's been twelve years. God. <laughs> We're about to both turn 22. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> 22. Well, Lee, so yeah, Lee, what are you watching but, this film? What kind of like, what were your thoughts? Um, How was this movie hitting you? Because I know you saw from my reaction, I was really enjoying the film. Yeah. Well, you know. I laughed more than I thought I was going to. I saw that. I noticed that. I did. I was like, okay, that's a good sign. Um, It didn't... It wasn't disgusting. <laughs> I wasn't, like, angry watching it ever. Nothing ever... Nothing ever angered me. Nothing even really, like, annoyed me all that much, except uh, Jay Baruchel a little bit. His character is kind of whiny sometimes. Um, well, you already kind of stated that you don't really like his voice. I really don't. He's not, but I kind of like his personality. Everyone that you showed me, though, he reminds me mostly of you. Like, like more than like Walking Phoenix and these weird characters that you relate with. I'm like, no, you're Jay. You look like him. Oh, God. You have like the same body type. Oh, God. Don't. You're both that kind of like, I don't know, like, I guess I can be there. <laughs> kind of like, I guess if you want a piece of shit there, I'll be there. <laughs> kind of attitude. Like. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't hate him. I just, you know, his voice is is a little annoying. I like his personality. That's good. He had some funny lines in good, this Good, you movie. like yourself. 
It's good to like yourself. I'm just kidding. What's that? An insult? You just said you liked him. Jesus Christ. This guy rolling his eyes at me like fucking the Titanic. <laughs> what? what does the Titanic have to do with this? Sinking. <laughs> that gives me an idea for a movie I can show you. Not what you people are thinking. Just another boat movie that Lee loves. That's a secret talent of Lee. A secret hobby of Lee is boats. Boats and hoes. Uh, yep. <laughs> Two greatest things in life. Oh well, I mean, the one yeah, the one thing that did kind of annoy me though was the typical, you know, part where they kind of they have to break up. Ooh, you gotta follow the fo- romance both, formula. We're both moping around, although we, we mostly just fo- we just kind of show him mope, moping around, and then he just meets her at an air show. Randomly, not randomly. Well, because that was the small one. That was like that first kind of like just a little small bump, and that one was supposed to be more funny because he came in his pants. So oh, yeah, the yeah the second time that they kind of like break up was more real. That was <sighs> that one was supposed to be real. Like that was the, like so the first time. Let's set the scenes. The first time was like they're getting hot and heavy for the first time and he hasn't had sex in two years and she's fucking a banging babe and she's going like dry humping the shit out of him and he comes into his pants and right as he comes, uh, that's when his family, yeah, her family shows up, her parents and her sister and like they're like the dad's very traditional and like dad wants to get a handshake and he's just like, nope. He's like, nope. (laughs) Like, and like, you know, it's just very embarrassing. And he basically ends up just running out of the place after saying like nothing. Making a fool of himself. Yeah, because he's got a big obvious. It's like not because it's real obvious. He's got a big old stain in his front. It's a huge stain. It's it's pretty funny. He ends up running away and then all of his friends find out and they're all making fun of him. And he asked advice of like, how do I get her back? And the hot friend's like, you gotta go. The hot friend dude's like, you gotta go just tell the truth, man. Just tell her like you fucking came in your pants. And he's like, that's the stupidest thing in the world. And they're at the air show and he goes up to her and he tries to just kind of talk to her like at first. And then she's like, you just got to get out of here. And he's like, oh. and he turns around and then he's like, stands there. and He's like, what do I got to lose? <laughs> like, it's like, no matter what, she's not going to talk to me ever again. I jizzed in my pants. And then, yeah. He just admits to her like, I came in my pants and then your fucking dad's there and the dog's licking it. And he's like, it's terrible. And I, I ran away. I was scared. <laughs> like, <laughs> And then, like, he ends up walking away thinking, like, well, that was terrible. She just laughed. And then, like, and then, boom, the girl's like, well, no guy would lie about that. And, you know, they get back together. And that's when you kind of enter the happy phase of the romance, the rom-com, where it's, like, the long montage of them being happy together, going on a bunch of dates. Yeah. Uh, he gives her a good idea about, like, make, planning her sister's 21st birthday party. All these things, you know, it's the great, the best night. They're having this good time. This is the night they're going to have sex. And, like, her ex-boyfriend reveals to him, like, right before, like, hey, when you first notice this thing about her, don't say anything about her. Like, it's, yeah, she's not perfect. Her defect is she's got, like, slight webbing in her toes. Who gives a fuck? Um, and, th- yeah, and that's and that's what the main character says, too. He's just like, that's it? He's like, that's your big defect? He's like, that's, that's not a defect. He's like, no shit, it ain't a defect. He's just like, it's like, he's like, I look like a twig. <laughs> like, I fucking got no muscle mass. Looking like, like shining light. Like, you're blinding your eyes off my whiteness. And you're just like a Victoria's Secret model in front of me. And you had this big, like, uh, that's your big thing. Like, so he gets real upset about it. Um, earlier in the night, she had kind of lied about what he did to her parents. 
Um, so no, he's just got super insecurities, super low self-esteem, and that's what leads to the more serious breakup. Where then she's like crying on the floor when he leaves, like oh, how could? Because she finally admits to him, like, "What do you want me to admit that I picked you because you're safe?" And he's like, and "That's like what like he's like, yeah, thanks." Because I don't think he really did want to admit that. <laughs> like, yeah. And then and then he just leaves, and you know, and then you have yeah, you gotta have the that's the formula you fit. You gotta fall. Even have a scene where characters run in the airport to catch the characters flying away. Well, I think they were trying to be a little cheesy with this too. I mean, it is like classic scenes. Because then they made it more funny. Like he's getting beat up by his girl ex girlfriend that whole time, and he ends (laughs) up going like they're like we're at the fucking gate, numbfuck, and he's like, oh shit, he's like, (laughs) he's got to go back, and he gets clotheslined by a lady. Oh yeah, his uh, his crazy. And he's like, I think we gotta see other people, and he just smacks her in the face with a suitcase, and she just goes flying. That was funny. You never see her again. She's just like, yeah, (laughs) knocked out. Yeah, that was pretty funny. His brother made me laugh. Yes, his brother's that scene. That we're gonna talk favorite scenes in the movie. That's my favorite scene in the movie. Which one? The is the when he brings her her over to see his family at the pool. Yeah, it's one yeah. of the funner scenes. I mean, it's one of the sweetest scenes because she's and like I love that scene where like he gets like hit in the nuts, um, and he's just like, Ugh, and she's like, I want another baby, honey, and like his wife is such a fucking redneck piece of shit, yeah. and they're such trailer trash that don't live in trailers. They're just poor mid- Pittsburgh trash. Well, dad's like watching. Yeah, they're just living with their parents. It's that era where like everyone was getting like the cable channels, and then like the dad got like some cable, and he's like watching like a Japanese show. Yeah, which is showing like a Japanese show. He's like, come here and watch the Jap show. He's like just one race offensive guy. The brother's just like completely a doofus. He's a meathead. Wears whitey tighties, lives at home. He's like, mom. So he's got a backwards baseball cap on. He's got to. He's got to play with me. He promised, and he's like his little brother, which is who's Kirk. He like lives outside of like parents' house, has an apartment. I mean, TSA isn't the best job, but it's it's a decent. Job. Yeah, it's a job, and it's probably decent. And this guy, his fucking brother's plan is, oh, I can, I can make a car into a convertible within fifteen minutes. And he's like, you should listen to this. He's like, one word, global warming. <laughs> and then the, and then pirates got to be like. Well, actually, according to the movie of the day, after tomorrow, it's going to get colder. <laughs> yeah. It's just... Yeah, that was... But that I like that movie, though. The day after tomorrow. You like that movie? I did. I don't know. They're watching the candle, like, we're going to freeze. It's, the movie's so when stupid. When the, like, Swedish soldier, like, opens up the, the like, the, the helicopter... <laughs> And they're calling it a deep freeze. This <laughs> is <laughs> so dumb. These flash freezes were just happening over the planet, just freezing people to death. Like, yeah. Dennis Quaid's like, I gotta find my son. <laughs> Out of millions, like hundreds of millions of people died, and his son didn't somehow, though. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal. And they all just retreat to Mexico. You gotta retreat to the, like, equators. The one part that all the humanity, the human, like, the humans, like, every, humanity's, like, retreating to the equators. American dumb. military, what's probably left, just probably takes over the government's immediately. <laughs> Not good. Um, Jesus, we got some technical deals. Boop. Well, Lee, um, yeah, some more questions. 
Well, now that was my favorite scene. What's your favorite scene? Well, yeah, it's is that your favorite scene? Probably is my yeah. Probably my well, what's your scene. okay? So what? Well, I just overall like what was your thoughts? Just, I'm curious. What movie? You showed me. Oh, Friends with Benefits. Oh yeah, you hated that movie. Yeah, I, I didn't like that movie at all. This movie was not. This movie wasn't that. Um. It wasn't. It wasn't that. It wasn't like terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Rude, but okay. You know there. Yeah, it, there. There wasn't anything that I was super annoyed by. You know, just you know the character. It was just kind of like a middle of the road kind of movie. That's kind of what I was getting. Pretty to. much. I was kind of hoping that somehow it might be another step up for you. Mm. I was feeling like maybe they could have had the potential to maybe be a step up rom- I mean, it, romance. It, it made me laugh more than I thought it was going to. But, uh, I mean, yeah, it just well, it's like okay. this isn't my type of movie, really. It really isn't. What was your biggest complaint? Um, you know, it's cliched. Like the movie's made up pretty much of like all the cliches of the rom- the romantic comedy genre. Yeah. It's got all the major tropes pretty much. True, uh, true. <laughs> I don't hate it because yeah. of that, but I mean it's just like I knew where it was going. I knew these two were gonna get together at the end. Yes, yes, of course. And gonna, especially when I'm showing. Everything's gonna get wrapped up in a neat bow. Everyone's gonna clap. Clap at the end. It did have that nice happy ending. They're flying off. like, And he makes the funny last joke. He's like, you ever been to San Francisco? She goes, yes. And he's like, yeah, well, we're, we're going, going to, to Cleveland. Because <laughs> his dream is to get his like, pilot license. And she's always kind of telling him like he should do it throughout the movie. And then he's finally kind of doing it at the end of the movie. Wow. That's, wow. that's what I can admit. This is one of those movies. I wanted... A little bit of a break after like a razor head, and that's my boy. <laughs> I wanted to kind of go neutral, get the tone back to just let's get back to like some neutral ground. I mean, I really like this movie. This movie to me, I'm just going to give you right now, it's a fucking 10 out of 10. It blows it out of the waters because it hits all the clickety clackety click. And this is not Oscar. Like, this isn't like, oh, this, the, the, this is so unique. And No, it's. I love the casting. I love the story. I think they all fit their roles perfect. It's a perfect rom-com to me. I like this movie. It's a 10 out of 10. I couldn't give it less. Like a 9 out of 10 just feels like I'm pandering to not sound like like a like I love this movie so much. Mm-hmm. And anything below that just sounds like nonsense in my head to me, for me personally. Now, I know Lee. No, it's about serious. to give it a good old two. No, I was kidding. No. I'm kidding. I know. Um, but like I said at the beginning of this, it's it's a mix of like nostalgia because it's like one of the last movies I watched in my childhood home. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it was during that like era, like we said, of the movie binges that we both had. Um, and even then, I I've just I've always had a sweet spot for romance. So even if I saw this movie nowadays, I'd probably love it. Mm-hmm. Um. 
But yeah, with that being said, Lee, what is your rating of this film? Um, yeah. You know, it's again, I didn't hate it. It wasn't anything that I really hated about hated about it. You know, it's just you know, it's predictable. It's you know, there's some there are some funny parts. There are parts where I actually kind of genuinely laughed out loud. There were I saw like the Hall and Oates shit. Yeah, that, that was, was pretty, pretty funny. funny. That was a pretty good part. That's what I mean by like I really like T.J. Miller and his random humor, <laughs> and he just pulled that off well of being like the Hall and Oates cover band. Yeah, that was funny. Um, yeah, you know, and the you know the ending was like okay. At least it didn't drag. He's like, I really would have liked it if like one of them died. No, I honestly didn't even like want them to like break up or anything. Which I guess, oh, that's the whole point. How you gonna have some drama? It's but it's like it, it's it's contrived, to say the least. This but, movie's also twelve years old. Yeah, of course. Um, I mean, I've shown you movies that are like eighty years old, so you know. Start throwing numbers at me. <laughs> uh, so I'm just, yeah, I give it a five. Good it's a pretty average man. movie. I don't think I'll remember too much. I've already kind of oh, forgotten we're, some see, of the it's thi- already, But it's no, it's no. already entered the analogs of like, already entered the analogs of just, well, you know, I didn't hate it. The funny thing is, I can't even remember what the title was. (laughs) Fucking just, fuck you, witch. Like, that's all I got to say about you. All I got to say is, Eraserhead ain't a bad movie. Uh, (laughs) God, I'm still surprised by that. I can't wait for you to show me every one of his films every single time me to go, huh, that wasn't that bad. You go, like, what? God damn it. You're a David Lynch fan now? (laughs) What? Every day, every film, you'll be like, maybe I'll secretly still get that that my boy revenge. Like, Lee still wants to get revenge for that's my boy. He's given up on it a bit because he was so just flabbergasted, but one day he'll be like, I found it. Like, this is is the one. (gasps) I forgot about it. Or I'll just stumble upon it because I didn't expect you to hate the master so much. Yeah, I hate it. Yeah, see, that's that's when you get it the best. When you're just like, because it's more genuine. Mm-hmm. Like the hate, like I'm not like, and I'm not worried about the film. You're just showing me a film and I'm like, oh, what's this going to be? Oh, I hate it. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> both of us, because it was like a back-to-back hate. I know. Because <laughs> yeah. I guess that's, I, I kind of forgot about that. that. That's my boy was a bit of a retaliation attack. But I didn't think it was going to... It was like we shot this experimental bomb at you, which we thought would be like a Moab. Like, pretty big. But then all of a sudden, like, oh, shit, that turned thermo. Like, <laughs> turned that into the thermo. Oh, fuck! Like, <laughs> the fucking frontline squ- scouts got burned alive because we didn't know we were, weren't supposed to be that close. The observers. Like, we're like... Because it was just like... It, like, ignited the air on fire. We're like, oh, shit! <laughs> like, oh, my God. Yeah, it was. And we, it was, and, and it, but it killed like the the, the scientist who made it because he was like too <laughs> close observing it, so we don't know how to replicate <laughs> the bomb. Um, until you just, just stumble upon again. it one more time. <laughs> you ever see this Adam Sandler movie? You've never heard of? You're like, wait, what? Boof! <laughs> it's even worse. <laughs> oh, it's how? Like the skies are on fire. <laughs> Uh, and then it's like you guys like so spent, many farts. I know. And then, yeah. And then it, it, you smell the burning flesh of your own people. 
<laughs> and then like he like you try, you guys like develop this crazy giant cannon. You're like you're, like this bomb will light his seat fire, and like it just fucking went and just all of a sudden just made it rain. And we're like, oh man, we were in a drought. And you're like, what? <laughs> just <a> complete <laughs> we created a rain bomb. <laughs> and it wasn't just a dud. It just like completely it benefited me. <laughs> It benefited like, wait, you. Wait, what? Like, it benefit. Watching a racer had benefited you That's because I didn't hate it. I almost like, kind of like. <laughs> That's because so of the fact that I'm supposed to not like it made me kind of like it. You're like a child. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a little bit. You're finally learning that, Lee. I'm the ultimate man chat. <laughs> My God, um, yeah, so yeah, that's these kind of like you know this, this movie. is a short podcast because you know this movie there ain't no deep thoughts happening up in this movie. Okay, man, they, 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 they meet, they very, fuck, they go lagging. Not very complex story, but it's a fun movie. And if you're looking for something to have, like you want guys want to have a nice, peaceful night. You want if you're alone and you just want to watch something that's gonna make you feel good in your heart. Smoke a joint. Light a dab, crack a beer, watch this film. If you're dating somebody, you guys want to have a nice little rom-com night, maybe lead a little sexy times after the movie. Take a Valium. Or doing it, yeah. Or you're trying to go to sleep, yeah, there you go. Put this movie on. This is the perfect movie to be like, as soon as it ends, you're like, oh, that was a good movie. Turn the TV off, light. <sighs> Fucking nice. Because you're not going to go to bed like, oh, God, and they mushed the baby up and it's just, <laughs> Hey, oh, you won't God. remember There's a thing a about it when you wake up. monster coming out of her anus, and you're yep. like, oh, God, 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 Jesus Christ. Yep, you'll watch it, and you won't remember a thing about it when you wake up. That's not true at all. You'll remember how good you felt. Um, but before we go anywhere, obviously, we got to tell you what Lee will be showing us next week. All of us. Remember, <laughs> spoiler alert, watch these movies. It makes the podcast a little funner. Um, but yeah, yeah, Lee, what are you going to be telling us, showing us next week? Well, I guess uh, kind of keep this trend of uh, kind of like fun, lighthearted movies. Uh, I've decided to go with uh, with a comedy. Uh, one that I I've it's it's one that's pretty close to my heart because I watched it a lot as a, as a kid. And there's a lot of memories of uh, where I grew up because it takes place around the areas uh, that I was kind of growing up in. Uh, it's also the 30th anniversary of this movie. Um, I got that steelbook. We're going to watch Wayne's World. And Wayne's even though World. I just said I... <laughs> Wayne's World. I know uh, this is a classic Comedy Central movie. So I've obviously seen like tiny bits and pieces. But I never was like... I love Mike Myers. I don't know why I've never seen this movie. It just was a movie I just never watched for some reason. Maybe it's because it was like a little old schooly feeling, and for some reason I was kind of anti old school shit, like anything like early nineties or two thousand, like eighties, unless it was Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> when I was a kid, because it was my mom's era, and I was like, anything my mom is terrible. <laughs> just right. Like, um, and then I eventually kind of grew out of that when I started getting really into romance movies because a lot of great romance movies came out during the 80s. 
And then obviously you got a bunch of fun movies because obviously that era wasn't just romance for me. It, it blossomed in other things because you run out of romance. You're like, I want to keep watching movies because I'm sad. <laughs> so you watch all the movies. Yep. Um, just the bulk was romance for me. The bulk for Lee was just like Jesus. Um, <laughs> More random. <I laughs> yeah. Just Lee's random. I'm romance because Lee will watch random anything. Lee will watch a random romance if it's random. If it's got an interesting, it's like he enough ended up story. with the goldfish, you're like, he's like, yeah, but you don't get it. Like, <laughs> yeah, you don't. Like it's a Filipino film made by French people, produced by Spanish company, it was filmed in Italy, and like, distributed what? by Amer by Americans. And I'm like, what? And he's like, bro, it's a trip. <laughs> it is. It All I could be. say is. I can't look at goldfish the same anywhere. <laughs> it's like, okay, Lee. Um, and then mine's just like, and then his bubble gum was just not as soft as he was. But her bubble gum was, and they kissed it. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, but not always. Sometimes it's like, oh, look at this 12-year-old make out with a 40, <laughs> 25 year Oh, God. <laughs> or it's like the big hit where I'm just like, what the fuck? fuck is this i know you're like you're okay with this murder i'm like well this murder's okay like i'm my, my picking and choosing with death is so like lee can't like understand it because we'll watch a movie where like horrible things will happen and i'm fine with it and lee's like you just what i'm like yeah but those were no faces like i don't care if it's like a bunch of, like if it's like a battle like a battle like uh, braveheart or like a big war movie if a bunch of people are dying uh, yeah but then there's a cool romance going on behind it one of the saddest things in the Patriot is when the fucking daughter gets burned, or the the wife of the that guy, and then then that guy gets killed too. He still doesn't get revenge. And it's like fuck. That's why when Mel Gibson fucking good dunks that guy, it feels so good. God, uh, <laughs> God bless America. Uh, there's that scene where he's like in his slow motion. He's like, hold the, and he's just waving the flag. I saw that movie in theaters, and I was like. I was like nine or whatever the fuck that movie it was. Well, I was young when that movie came out, but I was like, yeah! Oh, fuck, oh I love God. that shit. I love propaganda for America, uh, especially in our movies, because it's so over the top. We do it so over the top. We don't do it anymore, though. I know, because it's boring. We just let China do it. So fucking stupid shit. No one gets mad at their propaganda movies. They fucking just kill like an American like general, and they're like, oh, 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 oh. whatever, before we get canceled. Um <laughs> You are already canceled. <laughs> Good thing no one listened. Um, but yes, back on track. Watching Wayne's World next week. That's yeah. gonna be a fun movie. Um, I'm hoping. I don't know. <laughs> um, but I'm hoping it will be. I think it will be. I think I'll like it. I think we'll actually go in the analogs of some of the lead movies that I actually like and are not horrified by. Like we both. Forget each other's movies for different reasons. Lee likes to do it because he's like, "Oh, I'm so above it," um, <laughs> and it just kind of falls out of his head. Mine, yeah. I'm like putting them away like they're nightmares in the boxes and being like, "Let's never think about that again." <laughs> too much murder or too much cringe. Like I'm like that box. Never open that cringe box. My cringe box with Lee is just overflowing. The master's just like nearly filled it up, um, which is just crazy. It is because I literally, I still have a crink in my neck from like the fact that like, <laughs> my shoulders were living in my ear sockets, and during the fucking eraser head, I was just kind of relaxed. I was like, <laughs> I was chilling while I watched it. I could have watched. I could just light up a, do a doobie. That's the kind of movie you light up a doobie do. Or maybe do some acid. 
No, I'd freak the fuck out. Actually, yeah, that would. I've already bad. done like do a lot of hardcore drug or like a drug and then watch a fucked up movie. I'll never do it again. That was when oh, I did that Black fucking. Swan. No, 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 that wasn't bad. I was drunk, or was I on acid? No, you weren't on acid. You were uh, crossfaded. No, you were on ecstasy. Ecstasy. Yes, yeah, so I'll say everyone. I do these drugs. And you got like one that had like a meth bomb meth in it, <laughs> and you were like. But the Black Swan was. I liked Black Swan. Did you? Yeah, I like Black Swan. I'll never watch it again because there's no point. But I remember liking that movie, um, and it was more true because you I was on drugs. It. No, I was just tripping out probably. Um, you were it was freaking me the fuck out. You were just twitching on the ground like. And then, but no, the movie I'm talking about is when I did that like uh, thousand milligram edible. And I didn't even do the full thousand milligram edible. I just took like a nice little chunk of it, ate it, and then I watched that weird fucked up movie where that guy gets killed and it's all about him being like reborn. Oh, uh, into the that void. Movie is such, so fucked up. I was losing my mind watching that movie. I was like near tears. I had to vomit like three times while watching it. Oh my I God. I couldn't finish it. You were not fucked up. You can only... Otherwise, that movie's boring as fucking all god dog shit because it's literally just watch scenes of this dude kind of going... He's just floating. Yeah. You got to be fucked up because then you become the guy. When you become (laughs) the guy because you're so high on whatever... Yeah. Yeah. Then that movie fucks with you hardcore. That's the only way because it also... That movie goes down and like it's some of the best visualizations for acid trips and shit. And for DMT trips, and for like people who actually have like said they've died and you know came back a little bit. Really, he's fucked up, dude. No one's seen it other than people who do drugs. Um, if you ever see it again, we'll I'll be willing to do it again one day. But we yeah we have to. Oh, that'll eat. be an interesting episode. We have to go. We'll have to have a budget for it because we'll have to go buy a bunch of fucking edibles. <laughs> it gets so fucked up and yeah we would record we would record it right afterwards so we were still all fucked up like <laughs> I was reborn as a Japanese baby um yeah whatever okay I was Joan of Arc in my former life <laughs> alright it's gone off the rails it's like this whole podcast a lot of like a lot of mine um we hope you enjoyed this episode we hope you look forward to next week's episode uh, leave down in the comments if you what what your thoughts were uh, about what kind of thoughts you had about she's out of my league. Did you like the movie? Did you like the movie? Did you not like the movie? Uh, any movies that you think we uh would like to check out in the future? If you do leave down a movie recommendation down, make sure you tag which, whoever it is. Lee, is this a Lee movie? Is this a Sterling movie? If you fuck with us, we'll do nothing. I'd be very upset. Um, and then sad. Yeah. You want to make us sad? We're two white guys. We're sad enough. Um, <laughs> yeah. And with that, I'm going to say goodbye. Uh, bye? Wait a...